opening day number 26 for the Arizona Diamondbacks happens at Dodgers what? Stadium against the uh, L.A. Dodgers today with Zach Gallen on the mound, the man who will call the action on Valley Sports Arizona. Steve Berthium joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Steve, good morning. Happy opening day. And uh, the big question, how are the pipes? You, you get a long season ahead of you. <laughs> Good morning, boys. I'm looking forward to this Steve. long season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm not looking forward to the weather here. It's more like uh, Chicago, Dan. It's about 40 degrees and rainy here. Get really? out. Really? Yeah. Well, it's so a perfect night to, for no Maybe peak out. Yeah. Just peak out now, but uh, okay. yeah, we had... Uh, cold weather and rain all day yesterday. A little better today. All right. So, um, I, listen. We all know that the Diamondbacks have a handful of young potential breakout players, um, uh, position players, which makes this very interesting. I'm not sure I was ready for the surprising depth they've got in their rotation with these young arms. What's it all going to mean? What do you What are you feeling with this team? I feel an energy and optimism that I think everybody around the team and those who've watched the team feel. It was a very different team that had a totally different identity, I thought, the last two and a half months of the season last year than the first two and a half months. So I think that will carry into the spring it has with the additions that they've got. I think Mike and the front office have done a really good job improving the quality of the depth and surrounding those young guys with some veterans like Longoria and Guriel and a few other guys. I think they've got that mix right in the sweet spot. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be an entertaining team to watch for sure. Well, Bick talked about the, the young arms and the rotation, and that was something I was watching during spring, Steve, was who's going to lock down, at least to begin the season, that fifth starter spot. It turns out it's Ryan Nelson, who was great when he came up last year. He beats out um, Dre Jameson, who was great when he came up last year. And I, I The way I view it is those guys are going to have short leashes now to keep those jobs, which creates competition. Do you view it the same? way? Yeah, I think, Vince, everybody will have a short leash. No doubt. They, they have depth, as, as Dan mentioned. And they have more guys coming with Slade Ciccone and uh, Blake Walson, some other guys that are close as well. A lot of guys, because of Dre Jameson's size and stature, he's not a big guy. He's about six feet tall. And there's always been kind of a prejudice in baseball against short right-hand pitchers. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, lefties can be short because they're crafty. Righties are just short. I never quite understood that. That's it's very so true. true. I've never seen a crafty right-hander. It's true. <laughs> exactly. Right? So, and because, and, but Dre is a, a, a young, stocky guy. He might be the best athlete on the team. Everybody on the team says that he has beaten Corbin Carroll in a race. And Dre told wow. us the story. He challenged him to a match race and beat him, and Corbin kind of smirked and didn't want to get into it. So I think Dre's telling the truth. Wow! But because of the way he's because of the way he's built and the way he throws, which is upper nineties fastball power slider, a lot of evaluators have thought that Dre would eventually become a reliever and maybe a closer with the type of stuff he has. So he seems to be a good fit makeup wise for that role, um, but they're, you know Mike has told us they're going to keep that option open that they still see him as a starter and Dre would like to start, but he's got a great attitude about it and it's probably going to be a very good fit. Look, he's one of the best thirteen pitchers they got. So he's on the team, and sometimes it's just that yeah. simple. Yeah. All right, uh, Diamondbacks have a couple of uh, low-risk, high-potential-reward lottery tickets. Kyle Lewis is one of them. Um, what are the chances of him recapturing what he had as a rookie in Seattle? Huge, because he has killed the ball from the first day. Just everything is a line drive to left center field off the bat. He looks like the guy 
at least at the plate, that everyone anticipated in Seattle when he was Rookie of the Year just three years ago, which is easy to forget. It's not been that long. Now, the question is, does that right knee hold up? He had a horrific knee injury about a week into his professional career, right after he got drafted. He was in a collision at home plate, and his knee just blew up. He tore everything you can tear in a knee, the poor guy. And he's had three operations on that knee. Um, so he's got a brace on there now, and they did a very good job slow playing Kyle Lewis. We didn't see him for a while. Uh, he was on a leg-strengthening program. Then he kind of worked his way into the lineup as a DH. And it was only in the last 10 days or so that we saw him playing in the field and really running the bases, and he looks good. Now, athletically, he probably, let's be realistic, might not be that same guy that he could have been three knee operations ago. But, boy, this guy can hit. He's only 27, and he has looked great this spring. All right. I'm curious about this because this this is a annual occurrence. You can only do it on this day. When opening day arrives, where where do you go between the years? What kind of nostalgia do you feel? What, what What's meaningful to you about opening day? Just, I think, Dan, you put it well, the fact that you only get to do it once a year. And it, it does feel like a holiday for us. It does feel like uh, it always did for me as a kid. You know, running home from the bus stop to catch the game that started, you know, at whatever time of the afternoon. Um, you you only get to do it once a day, and to be a part of it is is something I always appreciate, and it, it's really special. So it, it it marks the beginning. You you have that sense. You kind of look around with your crew and your colleagues, and everybody has that same look in their eye, and they go, "All right, here we go. Let's go. Let's do it." And we're excited to be here this year. Steve Berthium, uh, D-backs television play-by-play announcer, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Of course, last year, and people pointed this out, that if the Diamondbacks' bullpen, Steve, was even decent last year, they might have contended for a wild-card spot. It wasn't. It was an adventure from day one. Um, and I know Tori Lovello at this point has been hesitant to name a, a closer, kind of feeling things out. But from what you were able to ascertain from this bullpen and the way it's structured, what, what do you think we can see and uh, how much improvement do you think we can expect from it? Well, optimistically, Vince, I think there's a lot of improvement. And you're right. If they have only a league average bullpen last year, they're probably an 85-win team and they're in the postseason. So that's how close they really got last year, although at times it might not have seemed like it early in the season. But they made a heck of a run late. And now you've got some real power arms back there, guys like Vargas and Castro. They have Scott McGuff, who they really liked in Japan, who developed this lights-out split finger pitch and has become the best closer in the league over there the last two years. So it's a very different-looking bullpen. They made a concerted effort, and Mike has told told us this many times, they made a concerted effort to go out and find guys that can get them strikeouts late in games. That was the theme. They, for too long, have had... You know, guys in the bullpen, they come in seventh, eighth inning, they're sort of sinker slider guys, and they get ground ball outs. But you don't want the ball in play late in the game. You want somebody throwing 98 right by guys, and they have a number of people that can do that this year. All right, I'm curious what you think about the momentum of Major League Baseball, because that moment between Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, you could not ask. Hollywood couldn't have created a better hype (laughs) video for a Major League Baseball season. Uh, That plus the pitch clock really feels like a brand new day for the sport. Are you feeling that? Totally. I, I I love every rule change. They're great. The games are 
totally different. It's like, from our standpoint, Dan, you know, we always look at it as a television production unit about getting, you know, promos in, and we have this special piece of tape that we've put together we'd like to show, and we have this sound bite we'd like to show. Well, that's all got to go, because there's no time. It's like... <laughs> It, it's like doing a football game when there's a no huddle offense on the field. <laughs> that's sort of that's how it equates from a TV production standpoint because right. you're always anticipating. All right, after this pitch, we're going to do this, and if there's a foul ball, we'll do that. And you know, you have all these options set to go, all these jets on the runway. Now it's just baseball, mm-hmm. so everybody's thrilled. And and you mentioned the WBC. I, I love that event. It was fantastic. I thought that Mexico Japan semifinal was the best game of the tournament. And it was great to see Alec Thomas in the middle of all that. Uh-huh. But as great as those games were, if you watched a lot of Cactus League games and then went back and watched the WBC games, you just thought, oh, my God, let's go. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you're, I think we're already spoiled and trained to digest the game at a faster pace. And I think that's going to be a huge success for baseball. Steve Berthium, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. Before we let you go, and looking at the National League landscape, there is a lot of good baseball teams in the National League. Philly, Atlanta, the Mets, St. Louis, Milwaukee, the Dodgers, Padres, maybe the Giants who have improved. The D-backs are right there and kind of a dark horse pick for, for a wild card spot. Do you think this is the year they can break through and can compete, Steve? I do. I think those National League East teams events will kind of cannibalize each other, mm-hmm. I and mean, that's a brutal division. It is. What, what Atlanta, the Mets, and the Phillies have done. I think just about everybody, with the exception of the Cardinals, has probably actually taken a step backward in the Central. And the Dodgers, to me, are a team with a lot of question marks. You know, they got a rookie outman playing center field. With the exception of Mookie Betts, most of their outfielders are platoon guys. You know, they have a very unproven, untested middle infield at second and shortstop with Vargas and Rojas. Walker Bueller's out with Tommy John. Gonsolin's out with an ankle injury right now. They're a team, to me, very much in transition. Um, and I think they've taken a step back. Everybody seems to think the Padres are the clear favorites in the National League West, and that's probably true. But, you know, their pieces have never quite fit together exactly right, and they've had some injury issues as well. I don't buy the Giants. I, I think they, you know, they made a play for Correa. They went after Aaron Judge. They ended up with Hanniger and Conforto. Hanniger's hurt again. Slater's hurt again. They've altered their pitching, so we'll see what they do after they lost Rodon. But it's there. It's there. D-backs improved by, what, 22 wins mm-hmm. last year? Yeah. Um, they went from 52 to 74. So if you get if, if you add a little bit more than that, that gets you to 81, you're 500. If you can get to 81, which they certainly can, you can probably get to 85 or 86 if things go your way, and that puts you in the postseason. Yep. yep. Steve, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining us on opening day. Have a great call tonight, and best of luck this season.